the ESL Podcast, man. I'm your crazy ass host, Arsenio, as usual, man. I just want to say grateful, grateful, grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you to every last individual. I'm sorry, I just fumbled over all my words. To every last individual out there who has been listening to my podcast, has been super fans for more than three years, and are now coming on today. It's just amazing to see a lot of these cities pouring it onto my podcast, man. And I couldn't be grateful enough. And again, I'm just waiting for that day to wake up and say, okay, 20,000 plays in the last 30 days. And I'm like, okay, this is when it officially takes off, man. I just couldn't thank you guys enough. Big shout out to uh, Taiwan, the country. That's right, of Taiwan. You guys have uh, passed. You are the fifth country to pass, if I'm not mistaken the 10,000 play threshold. So you got USA, Japan, number two, Brazil, number three, Thailand, number four, Mexico, number five, as a matter of fact. And then you have a Taiwan, sorry, but you're at number six, but you are the sixth country to pass it. Big shout out to you guys waiting on the Vietnamese and the Indonesians, followed by my French, the Turks, and so many other people, man. I love every last one of y'all. And with that being said, you guys are done with the grace. You're ready for money talk. Are you ready for some money talk? Listen, today we have... Uh, remember, I wanted to break this up because I realized the investment podcast I, uh, that I had done last week. And again, this debuts every Monday, people. So I schedule out my investment podcast every Monday for the rest of the month. If you guys want all the podcasts in advance, my Business English Podcast badge, all in. Again, there is coaching available and a lot of the things that I end up coaching uh, some of my uh, business clients. Um, you know, this could be architects or other people around the globe. You know, I'm going to start putting some of the advanced lessons uh, and some of the upper intermediate lessons on there. And again, I told you guys already that those lessons will not debut to the public for the next, what, three to four years, right? So again, if you guys want some of the crazy, crazy, amazing content, hey, make sure you get on over there, online coaching in any realm, whether this is meetings or you becoming more fluent in a meeting or presentations, whatever it may be, that is available. So make sure you get in contact with me in regards to that. And with that being said, man, here we go. We're going to talk about, and what you're going to do is there are four people, okay? Now, with the four people, we have a 54-year-old preparing for retirement. We have a 23-year-old planning for retirement. We have someone who wants a regular income from investing, and we have someone who wishes to trade securities as a new career. Now, what you're going to do for each of these numbers, you're going to, again, okay, my, I'm 54, I'm 23, what would you suggest me doing? And then we're going to go over some of these in regards to them taking risks, the, the advice, um, what does it mean by, you know, leaving it late, which is kind of like a, yeah, I guess you could say it's kind of like a, 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 a idiom in regards to the investment world. And a couple of other things. So this is what we're going to talk about. I didn't want to put it into the previous podcast because, again, like I didn't say, uh, because I just went off on a tangent. It would, would have been too much in one podcast. I want to make these short bites, uh, bite-sized, uh, what is it, snippets for you guys. So with that being said, guys, man, let me hurry up and screen share the hell out of this. And then you guys are going to be here. Uh, what's going to be just short of four minutes worth of talk in regards to 
money and then we will discuss so with that being said hi everyone and welcome to the money hour this week our resident financial advisor david williams is back to answer all your investment related questions hi david how are you i'm great thanks caitlin good to be back Okay, so if you have any questions about investing, pensions or retirement, you can call David on 0900 788 453. The lines are open now and we're waiting for your call. But first, we're going to start with some of your emails and you've selected two to look at, David. That's right. Retirement seems to be a big topic this week, so I thought we'd start by addressing this. Right. And our first email comes from Jenny in Warwick, who's 23 and just started work. Her company doesn't supply any pension and she's wondering about what she should be doing for her retirement. What would you advise, David? Well, I take my hat off to you, Jenny. I definitely wasn't thinking about retirement when I was 23. But you definitely should be thinking now. It will make it easier later. You've got time on your side, so you have a lot of options. You could take a lot of risk if you wanted to, as you have time to make the money back if you lose it. But personally, I'd go for something with a modest risk-reward ratio, such as fixed income. These are investments in products like government debt. There are many fixed income funds available, and although you won't make large returns quickly, you'll find you've got quite a nice amount when you reach retirement. That's great. I hope that helps, Jenny. Our next email is from Brian in London. He writes that he only has 10 to 15 years until he retires, but doesn't have a pension or other investments. He would appreciate some advice on what to do. Well, I have to say you're leaving it late, Brian. As you've not got much time, you're going to have to work your money hard. You'll probably need to take on a higher level of risk than I'd normally advise to get a decent return in the time you have available. What I suggest is focusing on stocks and looking for a diversified portfolio with a good rate of return. Be careful of very high advertised returns, as these would mean taking on too much risk. You shouldn't overexpose your portfolio because you don't have time to earn back any losses. I'd recommend a fund with a yield of 5 to 10%, as this will probably give the balance of risk and reward you need. OK. I hope that helps, Brian. Now, let's go to our first caller, Sandra from Birmingham. Hello, Sandra. How can we help? Hello, David. Hi, Sandra. So... I've got some money from an inheritance and I'd like to invest it so that I can give up work and live off the income. OK, and you're wondering what to invest in? That's right. Do you have any experience in investing, Sandra? No, not really. OK, this is quite complicated and there are lots of possible options. What I'd do is contact a broker and have a more detailed talk about your needs. You should talk to several brokers and see which one feels right for you. You can invest yourself in an execution-only service, but I must say the fees will be high. You'll probably be better off with an investment fund. Most of the major banks offer these. If you stay on the line, I'll give you some recommendations. OK, thank you. That's great. OK, now it's time for the news. We'll be back right after this. Wow! And in saying that, people, again, you know, in regards to someone wanting to do like day trading as a way to trade securities as a new career 
uh, so that, that they could try to hurry up and hustle back and try to get as much money as they can because they're already towards like the retirement age. Again, that's Forex trading. People, I have not met a legitimate Forex trader yet in my life. A lot of them are sketchy. A lot of them are dodgy. To be even more honest, there was a specific individual who I had met at, you know, one of the, uh, what is it, the Maldivian uh, resorts that I stayed at back in August of 2017. And I got, you know, reconvened with her, got back in touch with her. And she's doing something in terms of day trading. I told her, okay, I'm very interested in this. Okay, when can we get on a call? And that was it. And I was like, well, what the hell happened there? And I'm like, you know what? This is the problem with these types of folks. Okay, so be very careful before getting into that specific type of trade. And remember, we talked about GameStop already. These are people who trade daily on a routine basis. If you're not, like, if you don't know anything about that, be careful. Now, again, with the 54-year-old trading stocks, it's obviously high risk, but he's already 54. Diversified portfolio, so making sure that you don't put all your stocks in one thing, but man, you have to do a significant amount of research because remember, the stock exchange of Thailand is completely different from the New York Stock Exchange. The stock exchange out there in Japan, where a lot of you listen to me too, is completely different also. So you need to make sure that you do your, you know, you look into different things in regards to, um, you know, having, you know, invested into stocks. Because again, remember I told you, my stock, my student stocks, they completely declined and they lost everything during COVID. But I think they had, they had come back to a certain extent. So be very careful with that, all right? And then, of course, 23. Now, you have, you could go with something possibly, and he said, to modest risk, right? And this could be fixed income, investing in government debt. And I've heard this so many different times before. You guys can look into, obviously, investing in government debt and seeing if that could be a viable solution for some of you out there. Uh, but again, if it isn't, what you're going to have to do is continue finding out uh like what is it like no i don't want you guys to short like short squeezes all that crazy stuff don't do any of that right because again it's probably not even legal in a lot of countries but what i'm gonna tell you guys here again look it into obviously the investments and it's all fantastic being 25 years old no, I would not tell them to go set up a 401k. I don't believe in 401ks because everyone's 401k, just like back in 2009, got wiped the floor with just last year. And some people will say, oh, well, there are different types of 401k. You should have did your research. Again, blaming, blaming, and blaming. Yet they could have done, and these brokers and these different financial managers could have helped the individual from the very beginning. So, Oh, that's why it's so important, guys. If you're working up to retirement, then you turn 60, you're still going to have to spend very, very rigorously just because you're not exactly sure how long you're going to live for. So what happens if you spend all the money after 60, the next thing you know, you are, you're going to have to go back to work from 85. See what I mean? So that's why you need residual income. This is why, obviously, investing into land, investing into things that is forever right? You need to continuously get that money back in a, on a routine basis. Uh, because, man, like Warren Buffett, yeah, he was one of the very first in the 1930s and 1940s. Yeah, he knows a hell of a lot about, you know, stocks and 
you know, he's one of the richest people. One, I think he's an index fund manager, if I'm not mistaken. Ray Dalio is another one. But there aren't that many people up there, you know, who work for Berkshire Hathaway and all these other different places. So huh, you got to make sure that, again, talking about, let's say, business. So if you go into business, you have to make sure that you get into the right business. What do I mean by that? Well, travel businesses. I just got in contact with a girl who does a lot of extensive hiking and stuff like that, uh, you know, across obviously, uh, you know, Thailand. And she was saying that she had a conversation with someone at uh, Krabby. Krabby's the place that I just gone to. If you guys check out my, uh, you know, Instagram and stuff like that, you probably will have seen my, or would, I'm sorry, would have seen my photos and stuff like that. But nonetheless, you know, going back to her, these restaurant people and the business owners of these restaurants, they understand the severity of the situation. Coffee club. McDonald's. I've never seen two McDonald's within a one kilometer radius get shut down. This is the harsh reality of tour cities such as Krabby, such as Phuket. There are no people around anymore. Therefore, there are no businesses around. So if you're not able to have cash on hand for at least a year or invest back into something, make sure your business stays afloat, that's going to happen. So what do you learn from that? This is the critical component. Me? Me, it's always about emergencies, right? So like, okay, got this money. Okay, next week I'm getting this, I'm getting this. And I, all, I have all these different pots like I've already you know, spoken to you about. Okay, this one is for the Visa and the iPhone. Okay, this one's for my rent because I know that there will be another shutdown. Okay, this one's for this, this one's for this, this one's for this. I make sure that I put my money into multiple baskets. So I have a very diversified pot range okay let's call it a pot range because over here okay i have this over here is for this over here is for this last year i wasn't prepared for this so when last year came i had one account and i was like oh my god where am i gonna make money how am i gonna have enough money to do this and do that and everything fell apart but now things have changed i've learned a lot and coming up on the anniversary from the first shutdown it's a lot of me looking back and say, man, am I doing things completely different than what I did last year? Absolutely. Is it working? One million percent. So what isn't working is what I'm trying to tell you. What isn't working in terms of your investments, in terms of your finance, in terms of your daily finance? What could you do to help boost that so you could you know, do away with the financial worrisome that a lot of you possess around the world? And with that being said, guys, there's still so much more to talk about, but this was a nice little recording in regards to this. This might have helped you guys and might have given you a better idea of how to go about investing in your country. So I'm open to hearing some of your stories. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, my Facebook page, and everywhere else, man. Links are in the description, and I will be back for more. I'm your host, as always, over and out.